the flight of the ball never lies. You know, I can take a, a, a club that I've never hit before, and literally in three swings, I know whether it's worth a damn or not. This is the Fitting Room Podcast with your hosts, Nate Adelman and AJ Volpel. Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Fitting Room Podcast. I am your host, AJ Volpel, alongside Nate Adelman, who just returned from the Callaway Cafeteria. I saw him turning the corner right before he got in the podcast studio for uh, for what is I'm considering an emergency fitting room podcast. That is what well, I am labeling this podcast. Well, you got to be fueled up to bring the heat on the, in the fitting room. <laughs> what, and we have a heck of a guest today. Well, f- forget about the guest, even though it's maybe one of the greatest guests of all time on the show. What'd you have for lunch? Well, you AJ, fuel up it's June, and you know what June is. <laughs> it's it, it's summer summer season. Beach season. It's beach season. <laughs> so I had a nice little salad. Oh, yeah? Yeah, just trying to keep it lean, keep nice. it nice. I'll tell you what, our cafeteria here at headquarters does a hell of a job with salads. They give you a lot of options. Many options. <laughs> I kept a nice spring mix. Uh, it was it was refreshing. Nice. Uh, but uh, I'm really excited for the conversation we're about to have. Right. So some golfers, when you're away, you're playing golf. Um, Bandon comes to mind. Emergency nine. You, you just go, have to. You yeah. have to do it, right? Yeah. Yep. You hear you're you're there, it's available, and you do it. Yep. This is kind of the fitting room podcast version of the emergency nine because I think it was yesterday, late, late, late in the evening, we found out that none other than Do you want me do you want me to tell you how it went? Hey. Hey AJ, Nate. Uh We've got uh, Tom Watson. You want to do a fitting room with him? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't think I don't think I've ever answered a question quicker. Yeah. Then, well, an, an answer, a question with yes, right? Than that one, and that was from E Dog, E Dog, Ethan Gano. Yeah. So good uh, looks from Ethan. Thank yes, you. who's one of the uh, uh, biggest proponents of the fitting room. So we have freaking Tom Watson, uh, someone who has seen almost every iteration of club fitting. From the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. I feel sound like a radio station. 2000s. And today. And today. And today. Uh, so he is going to come on with us and drop some serious history, some serious knowledge. He was at the Performance Center this morning. He is going to tell us what is kind of working its way into his bag, what's weaseling his way into a bag and kind of pirating some spots from other clubs. Um, and defending champion... Oh, yeah, of the, the Augusta Masters Par 3 tournament with a Truvis golf ball. With a Truvis golf ball. And we made sure, we, we're going to make sure to ask him questions about Truvis because I'm sure if we put out a poll out there for our uh, fitting room listeners, that that's probably one of the top pieces of equipment they want to know why he why he plays it and because and, he's one of the only uh, Cowboy staffers that actually puts it into play. So we're going to get to the bottom of that because that's what we do here on the fitting room. So we're going to talk about all that amazing, all that amazing stuff in just a minute. What do you think about that, Nate? Jeff Newbarth, Ethan Godot, and Ian Barrett here. And what did we discuss on today's Tuesday's Ship Show? TV commercials. Why we run them, how we run them. Our picks for the Open Championship. All right. Well, if you want to know about the brand new playing through commercial that will air this weekend on NBC... Starring Phil Mickelson, you're going to want to listen to this podcast. And if you want to know 
who is going to win this week's Open Championship, just listen to my pick at the end. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. All right, welcome back, everyone. Um, honored to have guest in studio right next to Nate Adelman. He's right there. Hello. And that is none other than eight-time major winner. Well, depending if you count the par three contest this year. Nine-time. Nine-time <laughs> yeah. is Tom Watson. Tom, thank you so much for uh, being on the fitting room. This is uh, uh, quite a privilege for us to, to speak to you today. Well, thanks. It's, uh, I'm, I'm glad to be here. Let's talk golf clubs. And you've been uh, around clubs for quite some time. And you've seen the evolution. Hickory shafts? Yes, ah. exactly. I started with hickory shafts. There you go. Oh, so you've, yeah. you, you've seen the evolution of clubs, the technology, the fitting process, the technologies we have to fit you into the high-tech clubs. So can you tell us a little bit about what you've seen in the biggest leaps that you've seen over your your career playing in, in the from the equipment standpoint? Well, I think uh, you know, there are two areas that have really uh, emerged as uh, game changers. And I think the first, the first area is – Kind of the unsung area is the shaft. Mm. I think the shafts are, you know, we, we always played with steel shafts, but the, with the composite shafts that they have now and the and the uh, the, the way the uh, they can make them very very uh, you know, similar, consistent. I think that's the that's a big deal. And you have a lot of different uh, uh, shafts that you can use. Uh, you know, I, I test drivers, three woods, but the shaft is the most important thing with the, with that club. Uh, the other thing is obviously the technology of the, of the club head. Uh, I'm using the the Epic driver. Uh, the Epic driver to me is the best driver I've ever played. Uh, I have you know the perfect flight with it. Uh, I, you know, I I can work the ball left to right and right to left. Uh, and you know the technology behind it. You know the uh, uh, the two bars in yep. the back that it, it uh, connect the top and the bottom of the club. Uh, you know, they have a name for it, but jailbreak, jailbreak. Yeah. jailbreak. Yeah. I know they have. The, you know, they, <laughs> you know these, the technology. These, you explained it perfectly. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, it makes ultimate sense that it. You know, the ball. You know, the, the club head doesn't uh, expand when you right. hit it, and uh, all I know is that uh, it's is by the best. You know, by far the best driver I've ever played. So, so that's awesome. You have you know, epic, unbelievable driver. What's it going to take for our Cali R and D team? to replace that so what are you looking for what are the things that has to prove itself to earn its way into your bag well it, the you know, if it could give me about uh, 50 yards longer <laughs> in the air off the tee i might go back and play the masters oh okay all right noted let me that's take the reason i had to quit playing the masters let me make a, let me make a quick phone call i yeah. can't i can't carry the ball far enough mm. there to get it over the hills at 17 i'm over the hill but <laughs> you know, we get over the hill at 17 and and 14 and and, and seven, I can't play seven because I just can't hit the ball far enough at Augusta. But um, you know, they, you know, they uh, obviously you want you want a driver that uh, uh, you know. To me, uh, the flight of the ball never lies. You know, I can take a, a a club that I've never hit before, and literally in three swings, I know whether it's worth a damn or not. Uh, it it doesn't it doesn't take more than that. And yeah, you, know, you can practice with it all day long and things like that. And but yeah, if you're swinging well, then I just I, I have to, you know, put a little corollary to this. If you if you're swinging well and you hit the shot the way you want, you mean to hit the shot, and the ball flies, uh, you, you know you can see the flight of the ball. It'll tell you whether it's a good. You know, I know what a, the the, pro, the proper ball flight is. Right. Uh, trouble I have in my older age is that I don't spin the ball very much. I never have spun the ball very much, mm. and. 
uh, the Cash 22, I can go to uh, some of the Forge clubs that Callaway has. It allows me to spin the ball more, but I lose distance with yeah. it. And I lose quite a bit of distance, especially right. the miss hits. Right. So I'm using the Apex irons. Yeah. Uh, those, will give, those will give you distance. Uh, <laughs> they do. They do. Uh, and, but you know, the, the only problem I have is playing, playing them downwind for me right. because I don't spin the ball right. quite enough. So, uh, AJ, me and Tom actually have one thing in common now. What's that? We you just don't, don't spin, spin a it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. In that case, you know, we just we loft up. We have mm -hmm. to. Well, that. You loft up is right. Yeah. You know, that's what I tell, you know, people that, you know, loft is your friend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It definitely is your friend. Uh, you know, get, get the ball in the air. Mm -hmm. That three wood off the ground, forget it. <laughs> get, the, get the five wood. Yeah. Get ah. that ball up in the air. You're going to hit it farther. You're going to hit mm -hmm. it more accurately. You're going to hit it more consistently uh, on the club face, right? And hit it, yeah. You know, use it. What, Tom? Have you have you been someone who sticks with the same clubs for a while, or have you always been a player who maybe tries out different clubs, switches clubs in and out of the bag? What's kind of been your style throughout the years or throughout your career? Well, I I've never really been a a, a club changer, you know, like Arnie. You know, yeah, Arnie right. is the club changer. Uh, Jack was not much of a club changer. He, you know, he has a set of clubs. He stuck with it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we had people like uh, David Graham and John Maver. They'd be changing clubs all the time. And, and it, but yeah, if if I yeah, again, I try I keep this game as simple as I can. If I have a club that works for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep using it until mm -hmm. you know it, it doesn't work for me. And it it, sh it should always work for me unless you know my 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 swing changes and I get older and I don't hit the balls where I might I might uh, you know get more loft as we talked about. I, I have a great story my good friend uh, Lee Trevino I, mm -hmm. we played a lot of golf together and he fooled with his clubs all the time. <laughs> I was looking at his bag one time and he's got two eight irons. I said what hey that's a film move. Hey Max <laughs> what are you what are you doing with two eight irons in your bag? Said, yeah, one's a nine iron. <laughs> <laughs> he just took the right. eight iron head and, yeah. and bent it to be a nine iron. He, yeah. he, he liked he, he liked uh, he liked the head and what they did to the ball flight. It's all about the ball flight. We had a guest uh, a few weeks ago on the show, Norman Jong. Yep, three three irons. Three three irons. Uh -huh. and one was a one iron. One was a two iron. One was a three iron. Yeah. So the same. Well, did thing. he have? Did he change the length of the shafts? I think. Two of them had the same length, but one was just stronger loft, right. and it was a bigger head, mm -hmm. so he could hit it farther. Well, the technology so, yeah. today allows, you know, it does that. You know, right. you can have a six iron that goes as far as your five iron. Right. Um, and, and just because of the you know, design of the head. And you, you have to make that distance. You, you, you have to you know, design your set of clubs to fit you know, the gaps, the, you know, the gaps that you want as far as you know, what – how 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 far do you want to hit each right. club in the bag? Yeah, right. So we actually have your clubs here. This worked. This worked. We're great last time. So yeah. shake them. You can hear them. They're actually yeah. Here. They're here, and they uh, got some. They got some spiffy uh, head covers on there yeah, too. Yeah. So you're you're really you're, you're you have an incredibly nice set of clubs here. Uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you about is I noticed that your highest lofted wedge is a 56. So uh, I would say in the bags that we usually are looking at and players in our own, you know, it's always 58, 60, some guys like Phil, 64. So talk us through uh, your wedge setup and, and uh, the highest loft being a 56. Well, I feel as if I can hit a 56, uh, you, know, you know, I could hit any type of lofted shot with the 56 uh, that I need. Uh, uh, with that said, yeah, there are times when I like to have a 60 in a bunker mm -hmm. when I have a really short, uh, short-sided bunker shot. 
because uh, that I have to be super precise with it and really open the face a lot mm-hmm. uh, to get the right shot you know, rather than just keeping you know, just using your, your 60 degree wedge and just open it a little bit and get the, you know, the true law for the 60 degrees so yeah I'm, I'm a little bit uh, behind the curve there you might say <laughs> I was gonna uh, say. using the 56 but uh, uh, it, it still works for me uh, most of the time. Well, if you need one, call AJ. He could send you one. I've, I know a guy, <laughs> a couple of guys. Of yes, I know a couple <laughs> guys. Well, I actually have a question. So when you said that, like, say you're short-sighted and you need to hit that uh, bunker shot where, you know, flag is close, what's what's the technique with the 56-degree wedge? Just open it, like, completely flat and come steep or – yeah, you got to buy my book. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious. Less than a lifetime. You piqued my curiosity with that shot. Yeah, and the DVD and the company <laughs> the DVD. DVD. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Lot. I've seen it. Anyway, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just it, there is technique to it, and mm-hmm. and and frankly, there are times when I would like to have the 60. I practiced mm-hmm. with the 60 uh, when it basically first became the uh, you know the flavor of the month, uh, and now it's you know everybody's got a 60 or 58 in their mm-hmm. bag. And um, I, I, had a, I had a hard time with distance with it. Mm. And I just couldn't, uh, I couldn't get, uh, I, I couldn't balance uh, uh, the swing and, the, and the, the distance I wanted to go with it. And I practiced with it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I abandoned it and went back to my 56. Hey, what's yeah. working, right. no, need to, no need to fix it if it's not broken. Yeah. Um, so one of the things we see in your bag here that's really interesting to me, it looks like you're in the middle of some testing. I am. Mm-hmm. So we have some utility clubs, uh, the Gamers, the Apex Utility. Right. And it looks like you've picked up some X-Forge utilities to test out. Right. So walk us through that process. What's it like when you're exploring whether or not to replace a club? Well, one of the things uh, I have trouble with is, is you know, getting the ball in the air you know, like I used to. I mean, when I was a kid, I hit it sky high. I hit it like Jason Day. Mm. I mean, way up in the air like Nicholas. I, I patterned my swing after Nicholas. You know, the soft legs, you know, you know, fall back, reverse C, get the ball up in the air. Uh, it had no trouble getting the ball in the air. But I changed my swing in 1994 to flatten, flatten my shoulder plane coming into the ball rather than uh, getting my right shoulder deep or, or really low. And as a result, the ball flight came down. Uh, I liked it. I mean, I, I, I became a much better ball striker doing it. But the ball flight came down, and I couldn't, you know, I couldn't hit the uh, the three woods high high enough anymore to stop them on the green. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's been my bugaboo since I changed my swing uh, and flattened my shoulder plane. But uh, you know, I, I can go with uh, you know, the other parts of the game. It really helped. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Uh, using these utility irons, the UTs, uh, you know, the forged. Uh, what I was looking for today at the test center here in Carlsbad was the uh, could I get a little bit more spin rate uh, and a little bit more height with the the three, the four, and actually I have a five in there now too, uh, compared to uh, you know I have the Apex five iron. It's it actually goes it goes lower than the UT. F- four iron oh wow mm. uh it goes a little bit shorter so you know there was there was something i you know that that's something i didn't like so that's the reason i came here to uh you know try to get well again right nice. uh, with with the five iron and now i've got that uh at forged uh ut and i and i like that how yeah. long will it take messing around with this before it's in the bag for a tournament well, as i said three shots three that's shots it, that's right. it three right. shots and done. Yeah. actually i hit more <laughs> shots than that uh you know, because this is a wonderful test center, and then they can tell me exactly what the spin rates mm-hmm. and launch angles are here. Uh, but uh, I, I noticed the flight 
you know, I noticed the flight on on the uh, on the forged. It had a better, it had a slightly better flight than, uh, uh, actually quite a bit better flight than my normal five iron and the, the Apex five iron. So, uh, you know, I'll go with it. Nice. nice. Uh, well, before we let you go, Tom, have to talk about the Chrome Soft Truvis. I mean, because you're one you of bet. the, you are one of the uh, the more prevalent users of it. Um, why? Why do you love it so much? What what do you see in it? Uh, the characteristics. What's tell us to, tell us all about that? Well, yeah. When I first signed with Callaway a couple of years ago, they they brought the Truvis into the into the marketplace, mm-hmm. and uh, they wanted me to obviously you know wanted me to play the Callaway ball, and so they had a variety of golf balls for me to test out, and and I went to. Them. Uh, and they said, well, here's the Chrome Soft and, you know, like this. And I said, you know, I like it. That's a good, you know, the, the double dot and single dot mm-hmm. and, and all that sort of stuff. And, and I, uh, uh, I, I, you know, I gravitated to one of the, uh, you know, that ball. And they said, oh, by the way, actually, I asked them, I said, I understand you've got a, you know, got a soccer ball. <laughs> and they say, yeah, we do. We, actually, we make it in the ball that you like over here. Oh, I said, well, bring it out. Let me try it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I hit. Yeah, I hit you know, half a dozen shots with it. And I said, "Hey, hell, I can play with this. You know, would you like me to play with it?" And they had a big, big smile on their <laughs> face and said, "Yeah, we'd love you to play." <laughs> and uh, so, you know, I started playing it. I mean, it, it, again, it's I'm trying to keep you know you try to keep the game as simple as possible. You put a lot of you know obviously there's a lot of technology involved in the, in the game, and you can get involved with that. It can help you you know by nth degrees, I think, to a certain degree. But it also can uh, in paralysis by analysis, you know, mm-hmm. you can, you know, you know, try to keep it simple, but you know, the golf ball to me, when I started playing with it, I love the way that, it, uh, you know, I put it you know, on the green, I putting green. I mm-hmm. loved it. I loved to see that ball rolling when I hit a good putt, to, you know, to, you know, visually see why great roll. Cause it, you know, nothing like a Truvis to give you that visual yeah. right? when you've hit a great rolling putt, mm-hmm. but it also is, it, it you know, it it's frank when you hit when you miss hit it you hit it in the neck or you put it you hit it in the you know, you hit it in the wrong wrong side and you put a little side spin on that <laughs> it'll it's tell you frank right. it tells you exactly yeah. you know oh, it, you can't cheat on it it, yep. it, it won't cheat you uh, that's right and same with the wedge shots you can see the spin did yeah, I, yeah. Did I, I nip that, that one good yeah. did I not you know and you'll know what where yeah, it's gonna you know, end what's, up what's fun is when you uh, yeah it, you know when you're in in a heavy rough and say on the upslope. And you get in that and hit that thing out of the upslope, and that rough gets between the ball. It comes out absolutely like a knuckleball. There's yeah. no spin on it at all. And to see that soccer ball pattern go up in the air, just and just never move. You know, that that's cool. That's awesome. Have you tried going back and playing a blank white one? Is it hard? Well, actually, I did. I, I went back. Uh, you know, with the Chrome Soft Double Plus uh, X. Um, you know, they've just basically come out now with with the Truvis pattern on that. Ball. Oh, yeah, so going to start playing the, oh, the good. Truvis pattern again. Perfect. Oh, nice. Yeah, awesome. but you know, the, the white ball is a white ball, but I like the Truvis better. Yeah. Yeah. Love it, love it. All right, well, listen, we have to let you run. I understand that you have a Callaway live uh, in a couple minutes with uh, with Harry, so we don't want to. Oh God no, for, I God got for, Harry. God, God forbid we uh, <laughs> we kept you. Uh, you know, we delayed you, but uh, thanks so much for stopping by the fitting room. Uh, absolute pleasure. Um, and good luck the rest of the season um, if you're playing and everything. But, um, yeah, thanks again. So. Thanks. Enjoy the yeah, conversation. Yeah, we're rooting for you.